0: With us today in a testimony exclusive is president and CEO of Pioneer Clubs, a Christian publishing ministry that develops, produces, and distributes children's curriculum and programs to churches around the world an accomplished leader and business executive with numerous degrees and accreditation on multiple platforms my next guest has taken all of his many talents to now serve in areas where few dare to go namely cuba and making history while doing just that here to share that story and more ladies and gentlemen please welcome pioneer clubs president and c e o Brian Andrasek. Brian, welcome to Testimony.
1: It's great to be here with you today, Jensine.
0: Well, it's great to have you. I want to ask you how you became involved in Pioneer Clubs and how Pioneer Clubs ended up in Cuba.
1: Well, you know, uh, I would say the answer to both of those things is that God was at work in both situations. Um, I have uh, spent uh, most of my lifetime in Christian ministry and an opening uh, at Pioneer Clubs to lead the organization came up and I was approached to do that and God just opened that door and we just walked through that. And uh, as I've been there for about three and a half years now, I will tell you that never once did it cross our minds that we should just jump into Cuba and do something. It was not a grand strategic plan but God sort of opened the door for us. Um, I was able to go with the church group. Uh, We were there to explore some ministry opportunities with one of the denominations there. And a week or so before we left, I thought, I'm gonna grab some of our Spanish curriculum, which had been done about 20 years ago and uh, wasn't being used in America very much at all. And I'm just gonna see if they could use this in Cuba. And when we got down there, the people were very excited because they don't have resources like that in Cuba. They just don't develop anything like that. And so we said, would you like to have these resources? And they said, we certainly would. But you need to come down here and train us how to use them if we're going to have them in our country. And so that opened the door for us to move into Cuba.
0: Wow, now you say move to Cuba?
1: No, move into Cuba.
0: Move into, into Cuba. Cuba,
1: Yeah. right, yeah.
0: right, right, right. What was your first impression when you arrived in Cuba?
1: Well, Cuba is a very interesting place. It's sort of like uh, going back to the future. Uh, you know, when you get transported back into time, uh, you walk out of the airport and you see all kind of 1950s cars from America. Uh, the uh, buildings uh, have not been updated much since then. In fact, they've been in disrepair, but uh, you look at all of those things and then you meet the people and the people's hearts are just amazing. Uh, you know, we think of Cuba in sometimes in a geopolitical sense and yet we forget that there are people within that country who have the same need for Jesus Christ that we have that love Christ and are following him and the church is doing an amazing thing. So uh, your first impression is, wow, this is very different. And then your next impression is, but these people are just wonderful and they could really uh, use what we're able to uh, do to help them with uh, this gospel ministry.
0: Right now, in the reading of the information that was given to me for our interview here today, The Cuban leaders didn't want you to just drop off the information. They said, no, no, we want you to come and train us so that we can train the children. Can you talk about that?
1: Yes. Um, So we took that challenge, literally, and we put together a team. And last July, we took a team of 10 people down. And we held a training seminar for a whole week. Uh, people from throughout Cuba came about 35 people from all the different areas of Cuba uh, came and we did three days worth of classroom instruction both on how to use our curriculum but also on some general children's ministry topics such as different age characteristics and and how that plays out in children how they learn differently how to do group discipline and then we taught them about our curriculum and then we brought in children and they were able to have hands-on training on how to use our curriculum and so we did that for a full week and we left there with about 35 people ready to go and use our curriculum. Since then we've gone back this past January and we've worked with 10 of those people and we've trained them to be trainers and so now they're certified to go throughout Cuba and train others how to use our curriculum and so instead of us setting up headquarters there we're, we're giving them the resources that they need so that they can take the ministry and expand it in Cuba.
0: Okay, so now Cuba, primarily a, a poor country in a lot of respects, how do these children afford the education that you're providing for them?
1: Well, you know, they are very poor. Um, in fact, it, there is just a research study done, I was reading it at the, uh, last week or so, that the average income there is $100 a month. and so they really can't afford the, the resources that we're providing them. And so one of our goals as a ministry is to pri- to use the resources God provides us to provide them. I mean, we are there to train and to resource that. And we are trusting God. As I said, we walk through an open door that God opened for us. And so right. the way I, th- I look at it is, Lord, if you've opened the door, I'm sure that you'll provide what we need to expand this ministry. Um, right now, we have fifty churches serving fifteen hundred kids. Uh, last week, we got an email. Fifty
0: churches in Cuba. Fifty churches. Fifty
1: churches already. Wow. And and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, they've they've used all fifteen hundred books th- for the kids that we've supplied them. Asked for another thousand. Fortunately, we're able to um, produce those in Cuba. So we are sending funds down with a group this uh, in the next week or two to get the funding for another thousand books. Um, the note we had was that Pioneer Clubs is becoming infectious in the country. Um, there's churches within the denomination that want to use it, but then there's other churches that are hearing about this program for kids and they want to uh, put it into their ministry programs for children. So.
0: Well, what makes the curriculum attractive? Is it faith based? Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Sure. Um, well, yes, it, it is. A, we are a faith based ministry, so that's one of the things that makes it attractive. Is that uh, I think there's a couple of things. One is for leaders, they have nothing. To, it, it, we have children's ministry workers down there that have been doing this for over 20 years. And every week they would wake up and say, what am I going to do next week now with the kids? I finished this week, what do I do next week? Now they have a curriculum, they have a resource, so they can spend their time pouring their lives into the kids instead of trying to figure out what they're going to do. So they're loving it for that. For the children, um, there's a couple of things. One is, in Cuba you don't see a lot of children running around with cell phones, iPads, they don't have organized sports, they don't have music, they don't have all this different extracurricular activity that we have in the United States. So when the church opens their doors and says, we have something for you to, to attend, they come. I've had churches in Havana tell me that we really don't publicize this too much because if we really put the word out, we would have hundreds of kids show up at our door and we don't know how we could could handle that. So wow. it's really a field that is white unto harvest, and we're just there right. um, doing what God's told us to do.
0: Well, one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on testimony, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to President Brian Andrasek of Pioneer Clubs, who is going into Cuba, educating the youth, training leaders. Brian, previous guest, Rafael Cruz, father Senator Ted Cruz, escaped Cuba, escaped communism, escaped the dictatorship, escaped Fidel Castro, who has now gone on to wherever he's gone on to. One of the reasons I wanted you to come on, Brian, is because Cuba is a communistic country. They need the gospel of Jesus Christ. Pioneer Clubs is going in there. Obviously you need to raise funding for what you're doing talk a little bit in our remaining moments about how the listener can come alongside and either support pioneer clubs or even maybe accompany you to Cuba if they want to see for themselves
1: yeah we would love we would love to do that in fact uh, we're thinking through putting together a trip in probably the next six months to take people that would maybe want to go down there and see it. Uh, I think the first way to um, to support us though is through prayer. I mean, we are, we're a ministry that believes powerfully, that this is something that God's doing and that we really need prayer cover for this. Um, as you know, probably in the last year or so, Cuba did open and normalize relations with the United States. Uh, We understand that um, that can change at any minute. Uh, And so that open door, we don't know if this is open for the next year, the next 10 years, or the next two months, and then it'll close. So uh, pray for us uh, and for this open door. Pray for our partners in Cuba. I mean, it is still a communist country. There are rules and regulations that the church must live within. And again, those can change at any moment. So pray that they will be able to take, seize this opportunity and move forward. Regarding financial support, we do uh, count on people to support this work. We have looked at things for every $5 given toward Cuba, we can reach one child. So it's, it's not a lot of money. So our denomination that we're working with Serves about six to seven thousand children.
0: And what denomination is that? It's
1: called the Los Pinos Nuevos denomination. Started in 1929, years ago. It's been a highly established denomination, has a seminary. They're doing a great work there. Um, They serve six to seven thousand children. But there are other churches that have expressed interest, and uh, with the funding that's available to us, we could literally serve fifteen to twenty thousand children. So, uh, you know, to do that, just to provide them the materials would cost us about seventy-five to hundred thousand dollars. So, that's a really small number in God's economy. And so, the other thing we need to do is we need to translate more materials. Uh, what we have in Spanish will last only about a year and a half, and then that's what we have. So, we have another program that will last six more years, and we're going to translate it all with Our our Cuban partners are helping us in the translation of that, but that has to be translated, uh, typeset, printed, and so there's some costs associated with that. So, uh, you know, uh, again, we just rely on God to touch people's hearts, to supply our needs, and that's the way we live. It's a very faith-based ministry, and we're moving forward. Again, as I said, I'm walking through these doors, and I'm just going to figure that God's going to supply it as I and our organization being faithful to him.
0: Well how exciting that must be for you and that's what we all need to hear. I'm reminded of the word that says without faith it is impossible to please God. It's really a step of faith for you. You've been in ministry all of your life this is a new next venture and I love the fact that God's anointed you with your gifts and skills Brian to do what you're doing today imparting leadership skills and skills for the children to learn and and grow up and, and become valued citizens in this world it's a wonderful thing ladies and gentlemen you have been listening to President and CEO of Pioneer Clubs Brian Andrasek. You can learn more about Brian's work, ministry, and mission by visiting pioneerclubs.org. And get informed. Come alongside. Support this ministry for the children in Cuba. Brian, I want to thank you for being with us on Testimony today. God bless you as you continue in your work for Him.
1: Thank you so much, Jen.